enough. And I got to fig- figure he's got some compassion for people if he went through something like that. Um, it was so random. I think his wife's station wagon was hit by a tractor trailer as she pulled out from an intersection. Something like that. Some kind of crazy story. But 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 all of that stuff, you know, the measure of the man, the attitude of the guy, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know everything about him. But this roller coaster emotionally that the country is on is crazy. And uh, I've never seen anything like it. And, and the amount of distrust when I'm sitting there as a United States citizen going, and I never was like this. I'm going, I don't know if he really has COVID or not. There was, you know, early on, I'm like, I wonder if it's real. Like, like all of a sudden I, I did a double take and I went, what the fuck? Like, like, when did I ever think like I never became a conspiracy theorist before, but this is all crazy to me. And, you know, uh, we've lived through other presidents having medical emergencies. I never once never doubted it. once yeah. did I think, are they telling me the truth about the president's condition? See, Rhonda, maybe Rhonda wants to yell at me, too. A lot of people, and I, and I hate, by the way, let me tell you something. I hate sharing my political thoughts. I, I, I swear I do. I woke up this morning and I went, well, do I talk about the craziness of this le- the weekend, the president getting COVID, or do I ignore it? And then I thought about it. I go, well, I've never been one to ignore what I'm feeling. The audience tunes in to find out what I'm feeling. So if you disagree with me and you think the things I'm saying are insane, I understand. I don't understand your point of view either. I don't. I don't know what the fuck you see and what's going on in our world. But, hey, we can be different. It's cool, man. You don't have to call up and start telling me I've got millionaire friends and, and I'm going to get the I'm going to get the same treatment the president had. You don't have to attack me for, for wanting to see the president's tax returns. And I quit running for governor because of my tax return. You don't have to attack me. It's just I, I, we're just different people, man. You might think you're like me, but you're not. We're all different. Anyway, Rhonda, go ahead. You're on the air. Oh, Howard, good morning. I love you so much. And uh, um, good morning to Robin as well. Well, Um, Dawn and Mike didn't love me. (laughs) No, I love you. I just wanted to say that people are forgetting, like Mike and everyone that's, that's being against you right now, that how, that Donald Trump knew about the virus since January. And he's on, he's voiced and he's recorded. Yes. With Bob Woodward saying that he knew about it. If he had taken action in January and said that to wear, if he doesn't want to admit and put people in fear, but at least if he said, let's wear the masks and, and be 100% on that, none of this would have happened. And people well, Rhonda, are you're right. That's what I, I mean. I, look, I'm blown Rhonda, away. You're absolutely right. Now, now, you know, this is my point. You know, I learned in therapy, you know, when I had kids, my kids were young, I used to think the way you protect your children is, you keep things from them. This was the way I was raised. And then I got into therapy and I learned about transparency and I learned about sharing certain information with your kids to make them feel closer to you. And it was mind blowing. And in a way, when you're the president, they call you the father of the country. When you're the president and you're alerted that the flock could be in danger from something, you do everything you can right then to come clean with the American people. You say, ladies and gentlemen, you hold a big television press conference and you go, I've just learned of this pandemic. It's coming. I have to alert you. I have to alarm you and let you know if we start right now, here's the protocol. We can keep this thing under lock and key. Exactly. But I got to level with you because we're all adults here. We're, he's not any smarter than us. 
And, you know, when I saw the tape where he told Bob Woodward on tape that he purposely downplayed it so not to panic anyone, I go, oh, that's what my psychiatrist was talking about. You're not doing it to panic anyone. You're doing it to save their lives. You're saying, listen, we're, 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 there's no way I can keep a lid on this. If I did, it would be irresponsible. But I don't know what everyone else is talking about in terms of, uh, I, I don't know how you ignore that. I, I don't get it. And that's what people are, just, just ignorance, being ignorant or just don't want to deal with it. They don't want to believe about Donald Trump. But this blows me. I have kids. We were trapped in the house. We were closed. The country closed down all because of what, two, one month that he could have saved our lives. One month that he could have saved our lives. Well, and to know the way that I we look at trapped, it, I no use schooling. the casino analogy. They all went bankrupt. It's great yeah, that they were know, doing it's well. after you open that you have to actually run the company. <laughs> right. And so, again, I'm so happy. I'm, and I mean this from my heart. I'm so happy Donald's okay. I really am. I like, I've, I've shared so many great moments with this guy. As a person, we have great memories. But now we're talking about the United States of America and the fact that now I'm locked in my house for seven months and this all could have been avoided. Exactly. You know, I, I, I make this analogy. If your house was on fire right now, Rhonda, um, you'd probably get scared, I would think. The house is burning down. You might get at the fuck out of the house and you might warn your children they might want to get out of the house too. Or you could keep it quiet. And say, well, maybe the fire will put itself out. And if I don't tell the kids, they won't get scared. You know. If a bomb went off and killed 209,000 people at once, it would be a tragedy. It's 100 oh, times that of 9-11. Yeah. So now we're at 209,000 people. And, Howard, uh, you, you know, when I saw the victory ride, I wanted to throw up. I'm like, well, what about the guys driving him? I mean, the whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. That's all. That's all I'm saying. There's so many things in front of my face that don't make sense. Um, I don't get it. When he knew in January, don't you think he took care of his family, made sure they're safe and sound, and he didn't care about anyone else but himself? Well, actually, no. Because he gave it to Melania? Yeah, I don't uh, think yeah. he, he did it all. I think he... Don I Jr.'s think, girlfriend has had it? I think in a weird way, Donald thinks, if he can show everyone he's a tough guy and he stands up to the coronavirus, that everyone else will be unafraid and then they'll all go back to work, despite the fact that 200,000 people died. And the fact is, but, and but this I truly believe, and I don't have any... That, he's getting treatment, special treatment. Yeah, right I don't now, have any so evidence of this. Yeah, of course. I don't have any evidence of this, but I do know based on his age and weight, if he didn't get that cocktail that no one else can get in this country, Absolutely. if he didn't get the antibodies, he'd be dead right now. Let he me tell be. you, if he had gotten this, Howard, in April, he'd be in really bad shape. He wouldn't be because alive Because there right was now. no cocktail. Right. There was no remdesivir. That's right. They had and hydroxychloroquine. He would have wound up. They don't take you to the hospital for no good reason. This is right. the point you're forgetting. They don't just want the president in a hospital. He no. was beginning to be compromised. Right. And they said, yeah. we need to have him at a facility where at a moment's notice, we can do whatever is necessary. Now, Rhonda, when you get COVID, no one's going to say that. Trust me. No. Yeah. All right, Rhonda, thank you very much. Thank you for your call.
Yeah, Bill. Bill in Tennessee. Hey, what's happening, pal? How you doing, Howard? All right, buddy. I've been a, I've been a fan of yours since I don't know 1986. You know, but, based uh, on your accent, I got to tell you, I think I'm in for a, a beating from you. I, I'm <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting. Laugh. I'm hearing the wind up. Just you know, hey Howard, it's hey. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. Let me have it. Uh, I'm originally I'm originally from New Jersey, so good. Uh, I really don't have a Tennessee accent, but it's all right. You kind of yeah, do. Jump right there. Yeah, you just kind of well, dialed it right. back, but uh, you're you're developing one. You've all been right. there long enough. I guess, I guess I've been here long enough. I, I'm just wondering, you're talking about not being so political, and you've turned the show into an infomercial for, for Joe Biden. Well, you're right. I'll and tell I'm you what, curious. I'm not political, but I guess, what would I do, Joe? I'm so upset over what I saw over the last three or four days that I feel odd not talking about it. But I'll I'll cut it off anytime you want. You want me to cut well, it off now? It's done. you tried to change the subject to Cocktober, and then yeah. the first woman called, and we've been here ever since. I think it would have been disingenuous. I know I would have gotten a flood of emails from people saying, why didn't you talk about what happened over the weekend with the president? It would have been weird. Right. And yeah, Bill, I guess in my mind, I'm sitting here going, what the fuck is going on in our country? Where you don't even trust if right. you really know whether or not the president really had COVID, or you or or you hear about this cocktail he got that no one else can get, and then we had a president who won't wear a mask, he won't tell people to wear masks, he won't do trace testing, what you know contact tracing and all that shit, and I, I don't know. I mean, how, what do you want me to do? Lie and tell you I, I, this makes sense to me? You know, I'm a pretty bright guy. You've been listening to me for years. Sometimes I'm stupid, sometimes yeah. I'm smart, but I want to share with you what I think. And now it's done, and I got it out of me. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I don't know. I don't want to be a political show, but I don't know how to avoid the topic. I, I get um, it. I get it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I could just not do the show minutes, today. I, I I'm calling sick. No, 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 no. I mean, but in the last five minutes, I listened to you and Robin just tag team, you know, yeah. uh, how, how, Bad Trump is how great Joe Biden is. How yeah, how his life and how he grew up and his biography. I mean, what does that really have to do with what happened over the weekend? Well, it kind of does because when someone says to me, you know, uh, you know, they start to you and your millionaire friends, you're all this good. They don't know anything. I do know. I know that Joe Biden is more like one of us. I know for 36 years the guy would commute by DC uh, to DC by Amtrak from Delaware. Look, I saw him hours on the every train. day. Because I he saw had to him take care. Train. Yeah, because he. I know you saw him on a train because he had to take care of his kids. I'm just saying. He's, you know, this whole uh, idea that I know everything about Biden. I don't know everything about Biden, but I know right. what I'm seeing right. from my president. Right. Me, I got you. But let me ask you another quick question because you guys are doing. You know, the, you know, this is Biden. This is what he does. This is good. I have watched and, 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 and I've watched him do press conferences, which are at a minimal. Uh, I watched him do certain things and, and, and I've watched the guy lose his place. What, how do you feel about that? The guy does I've not. I've seen, do I've really seen Trump do like that. They're both older there. men. I've seen Trump uh, do that. I, know. I see Trump. He can't pronounce more... half the words he's talking about. He doesn't know where things are on the map. So what? I mean, I don't know. I don't know that Biden's the the, the going to be the greatest president in the world. I do know 
that he has served in government. And let me tell you about government. Government's a huge, huge bureaucracy, Bill. Do you think running a, um, you know, when you talk about these various departments that have 100,000 employees in government, you got to be organized to run those. You got to have uh, management skills. I don't see that happening right now. I don't see mobilizing. Running no. government is something you need experience doing. You know, I think being a senator is a good idea to before you become president. I think it is a good idea to be vice president before you become president. I know Biden's uh, son has served in the military. I know that um, he was a six-term senator. He was Obama's VP for eight years. That's what I do know. But that's it, Bill. Right. I don't know any more than you do. It's the same shit you read. I just interpret it differently than you. That's all. That's the only difference. No, I don't I believe. I, I don't believe every bit of news is that. fake news. I don't believe every bit of news no. is fake news. No. I, don't, I do I don't believe, believe that uh, I don't I believe agree. that the crowd outside the inauguration was bigger than Obama's. I saw the pictures for myself. I don't think the news media doctored the pictures. I don't believe that. That's crazy. No, I don't believe it. News. You do have to agree. You do have to agree. There's news that is fake news. Right. There is news I mean, that is fake. news. Well, what are you referring to? What is fake news? The crowd size? What is the fake news? No, what is fake? I mean, if you turn if you turn if you turn channels from channel to channel, you, you're you're not going to agree with me that different channels politicize. I saw it the debate, Bill. I, I got to get out of this conversation. Okay, Bill, thanks. I got to get out of it. I just got to get. Out. Listen, I, I I watched that debate. They said he said I pay millions of dollars in taxes. Okay, and then he said fake news. I, I said okay. Well, then produce your taxes and prove it's fake news. That's it. Then I'll believe this fake news. Fake news. Look, it's enough. It's enough of this discussion. I, I, I'm not. I don't react well. You don't react well to what I'm saying, and I don't react well to you what you're saying. So let's let's <laughs> call it a day. Let the election happen. Yeah. Let's see. Hi, Heather. Hi. Yeah. Good morning, Robin and Howard. I'm like shaking. Good morning. I made it through. <laughs> Good morning. Um. So I'm a travel nurse. I'm listening to uh, Don, who was completely slamming you. It was so upsetting on my way home this morning. I was trying to call in so many times and just like, just what she was saying to you was so upsetting. Like you seem like the only logical person on the radio trying to give good advice to people. And our like president and leader is so careless. I mean, is it fake news that he's careless? I don't think so. We saw it for our own eyes. Yeah. I mean, you know, like when it first, Thanks. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were letting me go. Well, I was about. I thought you were ending, but but go ahead. Yes. Oh, I mean, like you know, when everything first started out, you know, nobody was sure really what to do. You know, I actually went to New York and went there for two months, and you know, we were all scared. And but you know, you should have taken action then. You know, just to tell everyone, like, be serious about it. Well, that's or what even I think. before that. That's the essence of what I think. I, I, I agree with you, Heather. I mean, what do you want from me? That's what I think. That it Somehow seems to that me... doesn't matter to some people, though. Mm-hmm. I know. It's just basic shit. Yes, Mike. Mike in Michigan. Morning, Howard. How are you? 
I'm in uh, Bizarro Land. I'm getting attacked for my <laughs> views, and I'm like, I'm telling everyone these are just my views. Who cares what I think anyway? I'm not. I'm not going to attack you because my wife's so sick of hearing me bitch and complain about this. It's your turn. <laughs> this crayon munching motherfucker needs to go back in his closet and stay there till November fourth. I drive a truck. Every time I get out of this truck, I wear a mask, gloves, the whole nine yards. I do it to this day, and I'm going to keep doing it until they find a cure. You will not believe how many people are in this world now wearing masks and gloves, standing next to each other. I know. And you know what? You're trying to protect your family. You don't want to bring it home to your wife exactly. and kids. Because right, you ain't getting exactly. you ain't getting a uh, antibody cocktail if you get it. Trust me. Oh, no. I'm middle class, and that's the way I like it. Because, like I right. said, I drive a truck over the road, coast to coast, and I deliver the medicine they need, food, whatever they need. And I'm going to keep yeah. doing it. I've been out here basically since March. They, they shut everybody down March 12th. We had a two-day yep. down period for freight, and then everything just picked right back up. Well, dude, you're, you're, you're important to me. I don't want you getting COVID because I, I need you driving a truck. Thank you. I know that. Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, and the truth be told. The truth be told. Uh, you know, there were tons of people celebrating when uh, Trump got got this thing and i was turned off to it i you know i, I don't want to hear it but yeah i don't want to yeah. dance on anybody's uh misfortune yeah because not being able to breathe ain't fun look and and, and i'm not a, don't call me up asking me to talk about biden i'm not an expert on biden i know why listen the day joe biden i remember back back uh i don't know i'm gonna say it was like literally what is this, 2020, I'd say like eight years ago, nine years ago, but I look around 2012, I remember this so clearly. Joe Biden endorsed same-sex marriage on Meet the Press. In fact, President Obama was against it. Right. And President Obama supported it three days later. Biden disagreed with his president. And, and I remember something. that. And I remember that registering in my head. And I went, I got to remember that. That was a big moment. You know, he, he, he said, fuck it. You know, now I happen to be one of those people who believes that if somebody's gay, let them live, let, let them have a life. You're the same life. They're not, they're not, they're not doing anything to you. They're not doing anything bad to you. They want to, they just want to suck each other's dicks or eat each other out. I mean, they that just really want to live their life. They want to be happy <laughs> like you want to be. So, you know, I remember these things. But do you ever think anybody who says something that the president doesn't think would survive in this administration? Oh, if, no, you don't. <laughs> but, right um, now, the guy who's the chief of staff is hiding under a desk somewhere because he screwed up this weekend right. and actually told the truth about the president's condition. Now, listen, I mean. I've heard people say, oh, if Trump wins again, they're going to lead the country. I mean, I'm not leaving any country. I'm not, you know, and if Trump wins, uh, I'll be fine. I mean, I'm going to go on with my life. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting, I'm just, you're asking me. down my island idea? Yeah, I'm, I'm (laughs) a guy who loves this country. I want what's best for the country. That's all. Same as you. You know? Same as you. I want what's best for the country. If we disagree on what's best for the country, fine. I I I I see things my way. 
And and that's it. What can I tell you? And if we disagree, which uh, evidently based on the phone calls, most people disagree with me, which bears well for <laughs> President Trump. So it looks like he's on his way to victory. You know, um, that's fine, too. And, um, you know, and, and, and good for him being alive. He got a great thing. He got a, a scientist to save his life. They gave him a cocktail that science invented. But let's get so back to science. So he can be, be cavalier and right. unthinking, and they will still come to his rescue. There you go. The and very people it... he railed against. High Register Sean, of course, being a conspiracy theorist, believes Trump is still lying about COVID and that um, he never had it. And I'm always up for a good laugh. I believe he had it, uh, High Register Shawnee. It, it, it just, Shawnee, Sean, Sean, good morning. Been ready to bring in a while. Hey, Howard, I appreciate you tr- trying to keep, 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 keep people reasonable uh, this, mo- this, mo- this morning. But the facts of, of this are, I mean, Trump, Trump, Trump's in a, in a no-lose situation as far as his COVID uh, encounter. I mean, worst case, I mean, best case, he gets he 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 gets pit, 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 pity from from the American public, and he he gets to say, "Oh, I defeated the disease. It's not a big deal. Everyone's going to be 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 okay." And he'll talk about. You know, whoever's died is being losers or whatever, because he's a friggin' moron. But if you take it to a much more nefarious end, I mean, he he he's got an out to get away. If you if you catch my drift, right? Well, you know, you caught his drift. I do catch his drift, and what's really remarkable about what Sean is saying, you know, when Sean calls in, I'm always like goofing on him because he's talking about werewolves and all kinds of shit, wolfmen or whatever the dogmen. Dogman. Dogman, I, please. Thank you. you. Know, it, it, what, what the bigger point is here, we've gotten in a world where, you, at least in the beginning of this thing, most people were like, I wonder if he really has it. Like, literally, that's crazy. Everybody was Sean this weekend. Everyone was Sean. I was Sean this weekend. <laughs> we all unite around Sean. It's crazy. I was going to go, Sean, I'm going to join you up in the fucking woods where you live. Because that's right. I, Get those I, I don't know what's going on. Of food out because we're going into the bunker. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a bad sign when High Register Sean is the most reasonable call of the morning. (laughs) And that's just a bad sign. Thank you, Sean, for that. I got to go pee. I'm dying here. I wanted to talk to Sean some more. Maybe I'll call back later in the show. Because I think Sean is voting third party. (laughs) You know, it's like one of those crazy. He's always doing something crazy. He's got to, I guess. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, Donald evidently is feeling fine. He's tweeted 18 times in the last hour. So, and now uh, you know he's okay. Because he wasn't tweeting that much. You know, I'll leave you with this thought before the break. I don't understand why people have no problem wearing a seatbelt, but a mask is their line. Well, you know you why know? they don't have a problem wearing a seatbelt? They made it a law because right? people wouldn't wear their seatbelt. And both of these things, a seatbelt and a mask, will save your life. It's based on science. So, you know what? Then make it a law. I don't give a fuck what you have to do. Anyway, I do want to say thanks to Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com and use code 100 to get $50 off your first set of sheets. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com. And, Robin, uh, it is not fake news. We love Bowl and Branch. You love Bowl and Branch. 
Those promo soft cotton sheets. Say it. Promo code 100. Restrictions may apply. See BowlingBranch.com for details. We'll be back right after this. Never, ever getting back together. Catchy little tune. It's one of those where you don't, you know, you don't feel very cool liking it, but really, it, yeah, I, I don't feel very cool right now. I'd be much more comfortable <laughs> singing some Pearl Jam, you know. Well, this is in your playlist, though, isn't it? It is. I will listen to this on occasion <laughs> and feel good about it. All right, Taylor Swift, you've had enough. Thank you. By the way, uh, one of the other uh, horrible things about the president and uh, the first lady getting COVID was that uh, Bigfoot uh, called, uh, I think he called Shuley or Wolfie or one of them, and he said that um, he he used to want to fuck Melania, but now that she has COVID, Bigfoot doesn't even want Melania. And this is a guy who'll stick his finger in anything. So here you go. This is an exclusive. Yeah, this is Mark Eshaw Jr. I need you to call me. Trump fucked up his wife, you know. Both of them got coronavirus, him and his wife. I'm talking, I'm joking. Now I don't want nothing to do with his wife. I don't want to kick that fucking shit. Call me as soon as you can, when you get a spare moment. Bye. Don't work too hard. There it is. Another, uh, you know, as a result, too, there's uh, some other interesting little uh, tidbits. If you remember uh, last week, I guess it was, we had President Biden call uh, Wendy. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we had President, we had Vice President Biden call Bigfoot to try to uh, convince uh, Bigfoot. That's who it was. Right, right. Yeah. And I think, Boy. didn't he offer him something? What did he yeah, offer he, him? He offered him, I think, the postals, uh, because because Bigfoot had fingered his and fucked his post. <laughs> Postman, his, his post office worker. Yeah. yeah, here's what it was. This is President, this is Vice President Biden on the phone to Bigfoot from last week. All right. Which I can't play you right now. Okay, here it is. Bottom line, the man's bad for infrastructure. He's damaged the U.S. Postal Service. Do you use the mail? Yeah, I've done all kinds of things with the mailman right up there in Newport, Vermont. Got fingered him up the ass, sent a dildo up his ass, he sucked my cock, I sold him marijuana. Well, look, I support the post office, and I support LGBT. And if I keep the post office running, you can have sex with all the mailmen you want. Then will you vote for me? Then I'll vote for you. Yeah. Well. Wow. That's this a man week, who knows how to change minds. <laughs> there he did. He did. He did. I didn't. It wasn't going well in the beginning, but but now as an exclusive, Wendy, Wendy, the slow adult who lives in Florida, big Trump mm-hmm. supporter. She says uh, Trump is a good, honest man, and Biden is a liar. Oh, can, I think so she's confused. <laughs> well, no, she, this is her point of view. Can Biden persuade Wendy to change her vote now? Biden was able to change Bigfoot's vote. Yeah. But what about Wendy? endorsement. What do you think? Do you think that uh, Vice President Biden will be able to change Wendy? Yes. I think that there are things you could offer Wendy that would change her vote, too. All right. Let's find out. Hello? Wendy, it's Vice President Joe Biden. How are you, man? Okay. Now, look. 
I'm calling good American people to make sure you're participating in democracy. Now, I got to ask, this November, will you vote for Joe Biden? <laughs> I, will, I will vote for Donald Trump. Well, look, here's the deal. When Donald Trump's proposing cuts that would affect you directly. Man's proposing cuts on Social I don't Security. I so. You better shut up about saying Trump like that. Trump is a nice, decent man. Well, look, he wants to cut 30%. Of the $600 billion He's helping Americans out by giving them another second stimulus check, stupid. And now, look, come on, man. Republican parties pull a wall over your head. Trump Proposed is an honest, cuts. decent man. You're the liar, piece of shit. You're listening to Trump's yicky-yack, muckety-muck, and the man's a damn lion, so- man, lion pony soldier, man. Man, call me. Before I fucking kick your balls in, bitch. Look, here's the deal. Oh, she hung Hello? Up. Wendy, I think we got off on the wrong foot here, hey, man. Hey, shut up. Get off my phone. Now, we can't come together on issues and have bipartisanship if we're hurling insults at each other, man. No, we can't. And I want to put policies in place that help you. Would you hear me out on that? Yeah, I guess. Well, look, I know for a fact that you love Mountain Dew. I love Mountain Dew. And do you know where they make Mountain Dew? They make Mountain Dew from... Uh, their company factory? That's right, it's made in a factory. And a lot of factory workers are going on strike if they can't attain a livable wage. And that's why I want to check the abuse of corporate power over labor. Because that's not good. No, it's not. And someone in your case, low income, it must be hard just to put food on your plate. Yes, I know. I used to dig for food. How did you dig for food? In the dumpster. <laughs> well, I'm four dumpsters full of food. With my environmental plan, I support composting. Do you know what that is? No. It's where people separate food trash from the regular trash. Garbage cans full of just food. And you'd love that, right? You're right, yes. And the trash you don't eat gets used for farming vegetables, like lettuce, carrots, tomatoes. <laughs> I used to put it throughout my ass to eat it. You ate a tomato out of your ass? Yes, I did. Well, if you vote for Joe Biden, you'll support the farmers that make those tomatoes. Okay. So this November, who will you put on your ballot? Uh, Trump. Well, look, your disability check comes from the taxpayers. And Donald Trump did not pay his Trump has paid his taxes, stupid. You're the one that's the freaking liar, now look, you ding-dong dickhead. Now look, man, you can call me a ding-dong dickhead all day, but Trump's on I'll record. shut the fuck up. Dick. You're a fucking piece of shit, you know that? Now, shut come on, the fuck man. up. Trump is look, a decent man. Look, Trump will promise you damn hot dog and shake, give you damn soggy bun sick water, fucking man. Fucking piece of shit, liar. Here's the deal. Hey, you know shut the fuck up. Goodbye. Well, there you go. Uh, Robin, oh, unfortunately, see, you're wrong. I thought he had her. I, yeah, I really did, too. did. I thought the dumpster thing was going well. Yeah, uh, she wants a dumpster full of just food. Yeah. You know, we changed our name to Wendy the Slow Conservative. And uh, <laughs> I got to say, I'm proud of her. She's a vicious debater. She really is. Oh, my goodness. She debates like my. the president, actually. That's right. Let's go to Jared wants to say good morning out in Pennsylvania. How you doing, Jared? Good morning, Mr. Stern. And like you, I am a judge, and I want to tell you, you are absolutely correct. Your perspective is 100% on point. And here's just a simple apples-to-apples proof. You know what Joseph Biden dealt with? SARS. 
Zika, Ebola, and swine flu. They call this shit. The Trump people call this shit. They say, oh, it's just like the flu. You don't see people freaking out about the flu. Okay, well, let's take Ebola. They immediately sent 3,000 doctors, military personnel to West Africa to isolate it as soon as the trans, as soon as the uh, response team that they put together detected it. By the way, Trump fired the, uh, the, that response team. They fortified hospitals. They spent $12 billion. And you know what else? You never heard the name Fauci. I don't know who fucking Dr. Fauci is until, until now. So they fucked up. And here's what's insane. Two people died from Ebola. Two people died, two Americans. And the Republicans said Obama should resign. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's all I want to say. You're correct. Everybody's insane. And I'm wearing a mask. And by the way, Jared, thank you for calling me because one of my biggest bones of contention are exactly what you just said. It spins around in my head over and over and over again. Right. We had this amazing response where we didn't let this shit get to our shores. We would send doctors and health experts over to other countries and nip it in the bud. And um, mm-hmm. and all of that team has been dismantled. Don't even get me. It, that's why I got to stop talking about politics. Whatever happens, happens. Yes. Jared, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for making sense. Thank you, Thank Mr. You. Stern. As my primary male role model, I've heard your voice more than my father and my stepfather combined because, and, and A, by I listen to you, and B, I listen to you over and over. So thank and you. And by the way, Robin, that's, how, that's how you use the power of the United States and the wealth of this country in order to avoid this shit getting onto our shores. It's called running a bureaucracy. It ain't easy. It's boring work. It's hard work. Uh, you, it requires expertise and commitment. And thank you for calling about that, because sometimes I think I'm living on another fucking universe from everyone else. Thank you, Jared. I tell you, I can't take it. You know, I'm saying this one last thing, and then I'm dropping it, and I'm getting right to October. I'm watching the news, and I see this um, Rose Garden ceremony. They were holding it in honor, in honor of this uh, Supreme the Court nomination Justice. of that yeah. uh, Supreme Court yeah. nominee. And uh, I'm watching this thing, and it hits me all of a sudden, and I start comparing it to Jonestown. If you remember Jonestown, if you're too young to know about this, there was this guy, Jim Jones. He was a cult leader. And at the end, he got the cult to all drink Kool-Aid. He stood there, and they all killed themselves. It was a mass suicide. Crazy shit. I'm watching this Rose Garden ceremony, and I'm sitting in my house. I'm wearing masks. I'm I'm quarantining. In my house, he's wearing a mask. <laughs> At times, yes. Um, uh, uh, you know, seven months now, trying to eat right, trying to keep my health together so that if I have to battle the coronavirus that I survive it, blah, 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 blah. And then I turn on the fucking TV and I'm watching this ceremony and I'm seeing guys like Chris Christie. I'm seeing senators. I'm seeing bright people who I know personally. They're at the Rose Garden. No one is wearing a mask. They're shaking hands and hanging all over each other. And They're I go, sitting on top of each other. There was literally, no effort at social distancing. And, and, and bridged here. So, so all of a sudden, I'm looking at this image. And I say to myself, how is it they think they're not going to get COVID? How do they? I said, this is like Jim Jones. The president's standing there like Jim Jones saying, every one of my friends here today to honor our Supreme Court nominee, don't wear a mask. Don't it's like like hustling people into a room and telling them to drink poison Kool-Aid. And I'm sitting there going, 
are they really not going to get sick from this? Are they really going to be okay? Because maybe I'm nuts because I'm sitting and hiding in my house and trying to keep healthy and keep keep everyone in my family safe. And then, of course, the news broke that a whole bunch of them got COVID. And I went, yeah. oh, okay, this makes sense to me. But it's like Jim Jones at Jonestown. Well, I was, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, do you think that Donald Trump is a hypnotist? He's amazing. Like, like I don't know how Chris Christie, who I know, had dinner yeah. many times with Chris Christie, I, who's a really bright guy. It didn't compute to me. I go, why is Chris Christie standing there without a mask on? It's like they're all hypnotized by the cult leader. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy shit going on. So, you know, that was my what thought. I, I said, wait a minute. Those doctors were doctors before they walked into Trump's room. And now they've come out saying the same things that Trump always wants people to say. Everything's great. Yeah, so well, you I know. was like, well, he must be a hypnotist. Yeah. Well, Biden has said he'd do everything possible to make it required that people have to wear masks in public. And uh, and it would be a national mask mandate, which is fine by me. Yeah, just for a little while. Get this thing down. But, uh, okay. Anyway, I, I, I'm getting off it. We're getting to October. That's it. I, I, my, my, my mind is Damn blown. Damn it. It's October. Yeah, let's get to October, right? <laughs> Wes, am I right? We should get to Cocktober. Let's let's hear from Wes. Right? It's time for Cocktober. There's hey, some I'm, people I'm who would say, "Please don't talk, get to Cocktober." I'm sorry, Wes. Go ahead. What is that? I said I'm Jones and for South Cock already, man. Come on. Get All right, here we go. I'll start with the Cocktober music. Here let's we go. see those bonus. Oh yeah. We've got 31 days of Cocktober. I got my hand on your cock. Hair, dick, and balls, and then it's over. While we're beating our meat all day. I love when you smear that spit all over my face. I'm such a dirty little boy. song to kick off cocktober yes we always uh, on this show we celebrate cocktober forget the political stuff it's all confusing nobody seems to have the answers except me but judging by the phone calls most of the audience doesn't even believe what i'm saying they don't want your answer they don't want my answer so listen so be it so be it so yes we have so many exciting events for this cocktober I don't October even want to... happening all month. Oh, absolutely. 31 <laughs> days of October. And, uh, you know, we love it. Uh, the last couple of years, we've uh, really amped it up. If I told you some of the things we have planned on Wednesday, just this past Wednesday, I was in a very high-level meeting discussing all of the October events. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I got so excited what this audience is in store for. I mean, you know, you talk about morning shows and you talk about entertainment. Uh, look, I'm in a better mood already. <laughs> I haven't forgotten have about to start talking about cock and you yeah. start smiling because it's funny. <laughs> cock is funny. 
I don't care if you're straight or gay. Cock is funny. Guys running around naked. Our first event to kick off the official Cocktober ceremonies is uh, Sal Governale will shave his shaft today. And I thought yes. that this was important. Hey, I look at Sal. He's in a barbershop set. Oh, my Isn't this great? How are you, Sal? I'm doing great, Howard. It's a pleasure to be here for Cocktober to kick it off. I'm really excited. I will, I will tell you that, uh, let me describe the situation for you. Sal is in a barbershop setting. He has a barber's pole to his right. He has yep. a bucket. I see several items for shaving. Um, he has a, a big sign on the wall that says a hot foam shave. He's got it's like an old fashioned barbershop. Where is he? How did he set all this up? Oh, well, we sent him this shit. What can I tell you? Um, <laughs> it took me hours to build it. He's sitting there in his towel. His shirt is off and he does have farm animal tits. Your tits have gotten yeah. bigger, Sal, right? What's I going know. on? It's quarantine tits, Howard. Eating too wow. much. <laughs> I got to lean You're, back. I know they're bad. Like you got a full A cup now. <laughs> I know. I mean, you could it's, wear a bra. Yeah, I it's know. awesome. Uh, and Sal has his farm animal tits out, and he's flexing them for everybody. Yeah, I don't know why he has to be shirtless, but he is. <laughs> well, he's going to be turn you on, Robin. Getting you worked up, baby. <laughs> Give you something to look at. Um, oh, Sal, have you gained weight in uh, quarantine? I mean, it, probably it, about six, six or seven pounds, Howard. Okay, nothing yeah. too crazy, right? Yeah, but it all goes to my tits. I... <laughs> I have to get lipo in my tits. Maybe you know what's odd and, and, and sort of ironic? Most women would give anything to have all their weight go into their tits. And uh, you, <laughs> a man, gets that. It's so crazy, right? I mean, wouldn't it be great like, if every woman out there gained 10 pounds, but it all went into their tits? It would be right, phenomenal. I you know. know. And, and, and the poor women are busy with implants and things. And here you are a dude. All of your weight goes Just right growing. into your titties. No fat yeah. goes into my cock or balls right to my tits. Yeah. I might as well it's, say, it's, since it's Cocktober, uh, I have to say, I'm sitting here wondering if I could titty fuck you. It's uh, you wild what's going on. <laughs> I can push them oh together. Push them together. Let me see if, uh, look at that. <laughs> I can push them. Oh, my God. Right. I so do you mess. freak out when you gain weight uh, in quarantine? Oh, yeah, totally, Howard. I mean, there's nothing worse when you wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, and you see a pair of tits just jiggling in the mirror. It just ruins. <laughs> mm -hmm. It does. It ruins your day. And I try me, to uh, lean yeah. back so it helps a little bit. You lean back so we don't have to look at your farm animal tits. Right, because okay. if he puts his arms up, he almost that looks, looks like good, a man. right, Robin? <laughs> yeah, now I look like a man. I don't look like Robin anymore. I don't have tits. As you know, uh, Sal's penis has been featured in many Cocktober segments throughout the years. He and Richard played Coctionary by drawing with their cocks. We played What's in My Pouch a couple mm -hmm. of times. Uh, we even uh, played a game where you had to guess how many pennies Sal oh. could hold in his pouch. Yes. yes. But Robin, I'm proud to say, but never before. As Sal shaved his cock on the air. And the idea no. for this segment came about when Natalie Maines, the beautiful Natalie Maines of the Chicks, not Dixie Chicks, Chicks, was on mm -hmm. our show in July. Uh, she wanted to see Sal stretch his penis into his own asshole. And the conversation turned to Sal's shaving habits, and I'll refresh your memory. When did you start I, doing I, that? Uh, I, years ago. But, you know, I started doing it, Richard first did it. And I have to tell you, when he came on air, I thought it looked funnier and you could see more. And then I started doing it and then I liked it cleaner and nicer. So now that I shave it, it looks nice and clean. How often do you shave? 
I shave every time I go in the shower. I shave. I shave my chest. I shave my belly. I shave my back. I shave my balls. I shave my every shaft. day. Yeah, Do you much. shave your asshole too. You got like a they... lot of hair on your back. Yeah. Oh yeah, Robin. I shave it. Yeah. Wow. It's patchy. Yeah. Uh, so I do you shave, shave my... your asshole? Like, like I do. Uh, I could show you. It's shaved. Let me see it's that. I think Natalie we wants to see it. What kind of a tool do you use? <laughs> yeah. What do you? I just use a regular, a regular. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. Clean as a whistle. Ooh. I don't even see a hole. Oh, there it is. Ah. There it is. <laughs> Oh, that's his hemorrhoid. That was his hemorrhoid. That was his hemorrhoid. Now, now we got a hemorrhoid shot. I once, I once nicked my hemorrhoid with the with the ooh, razor. Ooh, how did, ooh, did that bleed a lot? Oh God, it stung like a son of a bitch. You know, Sal. Sure. I mean, I don't mean to bring up your marriage, but I know you're not having tons of sex and stuff. Why all the shaving and grooming and over grooming? I mean, uh, you know, who are you doing that really for? Well, to tell you the truth, Howard, I really, I just like it, the look of it. I like a clean looking penis, you know? Well, so and when right he's now, having sex with himself, he looks attractive to himself. Uh, yeah, but you know what, Robin? Bit. I mean, to shave your asshole is pretty intense. I mean, we're going to see Sal. I mean, he's not only shaving his balls and his dick, he's shaving yeah. like the taint, the asshole area, all the hair is coming out. You got um, the works. I mean, it's it's crazy. And then he's nicking his hemorrhoid. I mean, oh my, I can't even imagine the pain and the blood. I, I I just can't even imagine it. You put a piece of toilet paper on it like you do on your chin, you know, when you nick your chin. Now, Sal, I'll attempt to do the play-by-play here because people can't okay. see this. We're only going to hear it. But we can, Robin and I can see you. We see you clearly. We're videoing this, of course. Mm-hmm. Sal, I should tell you, Robin, you're about to be shocked. Sal has not shaved for two months in preparation for this segment. Oh, you're yes. going to see hair there. You're not used to that. You've seen his penis many times. I'm just preparing you. Um, right. It's going to be in its natural state. Natural state. It's... Sal, are you prepared to shave your shaft and balls in front of uh, myself and Robin? 